sometimes that is better. Get out, Charlie. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm done. Leave. Go. Leave, bitch. Get out the way. <laughs> Amityville House State going to play. I don't know if that's the lyrics of the song or not, but it worked in my head. I'm. They will be. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Why did I pick this movie, Charlie? I was asking that question all night last night. Oh, man, I think this is the perfect example of a movie where you go, oh, yeah, that's a really good, scary movie. Yeah, yeah I remember that one, like, really messed me up as a kid, but you haven't seen it in so long, but you're holding on to those memories, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you sit down to watch it, and it takes you two nights to finish it. <laughs> if I hadn't watched it the night before we needed to record, it would have took me three. Oh, I'm just uh, yeah, it could have. I started it at 10 and yep. regretted my decision the entire time. I started time. it real late because uh, I wanted it to be dark. I wanted it to be spooky, you know. I was all excited. We, I've been yeah. wanting to do a ghost movie, been wanting to do a ghost movie. And You've been what better pick yeah, yeah. than Amityville Horror? Yeah, and uh, I was for it. Although my very first question, and I te- guess technically still is my question, the original or the Ryan Reynolds version, because I'm still going to stand behind watching the Ryan Reynolds version. <laughs> so in terms of some atmosphere, I think the original in terms of being stylish and not boring you to death, the Ryan Reynolds one, hundred uh, percent. <laughs> like when he is yelling at the kids and that it's like, Ooh, like who pissed off daddy Reynolds? Yeah. You know, that, I, I'm not, I, was, I know we, Nate and I have not talked at all since we've watched this movie. No, we have purposely um, not talked to one another, waiting to hold it all in. We did. I did the same thing for Prey, though. Yeah, we well, well that one we were we uh, recorded at ten a.m. the next morning. Not a Which, lot of thank talk you time. for turn, uh, yeah. you know tuning in to our very first live stream ever of Prey. That was a great little segue to a promo there, Nate. Yes, it Bravo. was. Thank you so much, guys. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it went well, I think. We got some good feedback. The chat was fun. I need to clarify something. For those of you that are new to YouTube streaming and live chats, when it pops up on when your comment pops up on the screen, that's not when you immediately type it. That's when I click on the damn thing and it pops up on screen. So if I'm not paying attention to the chat, I'm 30 seconds behind. So people are I did get a few comments where they're like, Man, that chat's, chat's really laggy. And I'm like, no, Charlie, really laggy. Charlie trying to keep up with everybody commenting during the conversation. So I'll get better. I promise. Owen usually takes care of that shit on the other live stream. I don't have to touch <laughs> buttons. I just talk. Yeah, you usually never have to touch buttons. That's the problem. Yeah. I had, to, I had to touch buttons. I did not know what I was doing, making sure it was all right. But I think it went off great. And like Nate said, thank you guys for checking us out um it's still up obviously you can still uh, yeah because i feel like everyone has now seen prey uh charlie and i had highly highly praised it so 
Yeah, and uh, our group in. chat won't stop talking about it. No, no, <laughs> no group chat or Facebook group has stopped talking about it yet. Um, but uh, and I which think is after- good. This is kind of the same feeling I had after Fury Road or even John Wick uh, Two. Yeah. So I'll uh, this obviously you're hearing this after our other appearance on the Action Elite live stream that Nate will be on with us. Oh yeah, that will be time. coming out. This will be yeah. coming out after that. Yeah, so it'll be after that. So you'll be able to go back and check out that live stream. You'll hear about we're ranking all of the Predator movies, including the Alien versus Predator. Um, so tune in over there to see where everything ranks, even though it seems like that's the new game now on Facebook. Rank the Predator movies. So um, Yeah, Nate locked himself in his house for an entire week and watched every single one. Which is why I was like, hey, let's just, you know, Nate's already watched them all. Put him on the live stream. No one's like, <laughs> no problem. Done. So it's that easy, man. I got you out of Hellboy, which I think has been postponed indefinitely because we've come up with so much cooler ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Nate's like, I like yes! how I was complaining about three movies and I end up watching six in like right? the course of three nights. Yeah. On top of uh well, we, top we, of Prey, we recorded an episode that week. As of this recording, I still haven't watched the first AVP, but I'll, I'll get to it before the live stream. Yeah. Nah, it'll be fine. So, all right. Well, that's our little segue on what's been happening in the world. And again, check out the YouTube channel. It's uh, GMBMAHM. It's the Give Me Back My Action Horror Movies, uh, whatever the, the first letter of every word on YouTube. Go like it, subscribe, check all that out. We aren't going to live stream like every week. May not be every two weeks, but we're, we're still... we want to keep them special for now. You yeah, know? we are spitballing ideas. Mm -hmm. I'll say that gears are always turning. So yes, let's get back to Nate's pick of Amityville horror. And before we jump too far, I think now's the perfect time to play the trailer real quick. Let's set the mood. And for those Amityville fans that are listening, I am not playing the two minute and 30 second trailer that has credits at the end of the trailer. Maybe that I was am a not thing back kidding. In the day, <laughs> they ran credits at the end of the trailer, so you're getting a TV spot. So enjoy. Soon after they moved in, it began. George and Kathy's bedroom. The eyes at the window. The sewing room. So many flies. There you go. That's it. Nice, short, sweet. Um, so, so this movie <laughs> came out in 1979. It did. So I think it was five years after the actual haunting happened. Yeah. I think, I think right. it was 75 is when the Lutz family moved into the house. Mm -hmm. Let me start out with this because there's not much that we can really talk about the movie because it's essentially a drama. Agreed? I 100% agree with that. So let me ask you this. Do you believe that the Amityville house is actually haunted? No. Because no. it was it was all BS. So I don't believe 80% of the Lutz. I okay. do believe there is something weird with the house. Not necessarily maybe it's haunted. I don't believe in any of the satanic pant crap. I don't believe in any of the... Uh, 
Native American burial ground bullshit. Like none of that I believe in. Right. The Defoe case that this movie and the remake open up with where he opens up with a lever action rifle and guns down his entire family. That's very real. Ronnie Defoe just passed away last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's super bizarre to have that loud of a rifle and to be able to kill all six family members with no drugs in their system. No bodies being moved. That's that too was, weird to me. Yeah, that was a thought I was having watching the movie again was that doesn't seem probable because he kills the parents essentially last. Yeah. And it, yeah. Mm. I feel like even you as a dad, your fatherly instinct would kick in. Like there's something oh, wrong. Yeah. You there is a dad sense. There is a sixth sense that pops up. And, you know, I'm not deaf. I can hear a gun going off, you know. Especially um, a thirty thirty. Well, the equivalent of what is a thirty thirty. Yeah. It's it, a loud yeah. ass rifle. Yeah. It's it, bizarre. Bizarre and I think by talking about that right now, this is going to be an odd show, everybody. It's going to be real Um, odd, but don't worry. I've got some stuff in store for us. Oh, oh, we're prepared. But I also, as like I said, I haven't talked to Nate about this movie at all. um, But I told him, I said, I'm going to throw a wrench in the works today. And since he brought that up, I'm throwing the wrench in the works right now. Wait, wait, wait. Are we doing body count right now? We doing rain and blood, son. <laughs> I got to get it out of the way. This is very true. Yeah. We we can't continue till I do this. I I thought about this all day. Um in true cinematic form, technically there is not one single dead body in this movie. Although we are told about the deaths and it is, I guess, depicted at the beginning of the movie. It's depicted, not shown. I mean, you hear the rifle going off with the lightning going off and blood spatter as yeah. they pan the camera across. But it's also a flashback. Yep. And I know that's usually up in the air questionable when it comes to true body counts. And this isn't just me. I was thinking about it last night. I looked it up today and there's a lot of people that are like, yeah, there's some deaths, but it's all off screen or flashback. Um, and there's two depicted deaths that are a fever dream. Yep. There's no death in this movie. Uh, no. Uh, none. <laughs> none. none. So there will be no kill of the week because I'm not going to even do a kill of the week based on the real life murders because that's gross. No, no. I, I do have one if you want to go ahead and knock that out and I'll just. Because it, go for it, because I've script, got none. We're throwing a wrench in everything. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week? Our Amityville kill of the week for me, and this has to be the biggest asterisk I've ever put on a movie, is the fever dream depiction of the dad killing the mom with the axe into the top of her head and a mini blood fountain spurts up out of the top of her head oh yeah because you get he had just killed the daughter yep the little daughter the and little then girl. the mom walks in and realizes what he's done it's like george what have you done and then gets hit with the axe just camera, then cuts full away. full swing into the top of her head um if we were going to continue if you had had one i was going to do that but since we're screwing everything up now as soon as the show starts well, that's that's all i'm going to say is my kill of the week in this 
I love atmospheric horror movies. I do. I'm not mm. one of those people that gets bored by them. There's a couple things here, though, with this movie. As I'm watching it, it's 1979. We're talking a post The Exorcist, because that came out in 73. Yes. We're talking, I think The Omen was like 78 or something like that. Around that time. Two yeah. fantastic movies kind of based around the same, like just supernatural, um, Satan, stuff like that. Yeah. And then you got this movie, which I remember seeing as a kid, and I remember it terrifying me. The problem is a lot of movies have done what this movie did back in the day and have done it better. A thousand percent, yes. And don't do it at such a snail pace crawl. I, oh God, man. Maybe I'm, even a turtle who just decides to hide in his shell crawl <laughs> and doesn't actively go anywhere. So that's why I picked the movie is because I remember being scared of it as a kid. The Red Room reveal, I remember terrifying me. That was like the one thing I, I vividly remember as, of this movie as a kid. The Red Room. Yeah, oh, I know. I know. And then when it happened, I literally started to laugh because you get Anton LaVey basically superimposed and I was dying like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And it's literally, oh, they painted under the steps red. Yeah I, I, yeah, I don't. I wish I knew why that was so terrifying as a kid. But this is one of those movies like all great dads have to do of introducing you into the stuff that scared the ever living shit out of them. Whether it be this, Jaws, Alien. Yeah. This is one of those parent movies. It is. I have a theory as well. Because of this being the 70s. The movie going experience in the 70s was definitely what? Drive-in, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. This movie is a total drive-in picture meant for the 70s. Not meant for the modern day being by yourself and alone just throwing on a movie about a haunted house. No, this is... God, man. I've been struggling today because this movie deserves to be talked about. This movie deserves to exist. And I'm not going to say it should have never been made. I'm not going to say anything no, bad, no. bad about uh, it. It just has not aged like The Exorcist or The Omen. That, like The whole time I was watching it, I was like, why didn't we pick Poltergeist? I, <laughs> all, I, why we, didn't we just pick The Omen? Even though Spoilers of Horror just did a two-part episode on it that is fantastic. And I didn't we, want to tread on them at all. No, we, we try not to step on other shows if we know that they're going to be doing it. I know we took one of his favorites not long ago. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so it's like, yeah, we try to be fair. But yeah, I, but to, again, I was looking forward to watching this. Jackie was excited. We were all like, yes, a, a, a haunted house, a, a descent into madness Iconic. movie haunted house those S eyes had to show, be changed in real life on the yeah. house the windows which is stupid i don't yeah. i don't know what if you, you know bought what that house you knew what you're getting yourself into yeah. you dumbass why would you change it I, that would have been that a museum pisses me off so much i would have turned it into a museum i would have made yeah. money on it just like they do the christmas story house yeah for, you know, in cleveland that, yep i would have 100 done that and bought another house with the money I'm making off the Amityville house. I would let them film every new Amity movie, which we're going to get to later. We're not that we're not <laughs> diving into stuff. that just yet. Yeah. The, we have, we do have an idea for what we're going to do today. Um, 
let's hit, let we were forgetting one thing because I've jumped the gun. Let's get our uh, back of the old DVD Nate has. We didn't pull the VHS, um, but uh, let's do our uh, back of the DVD. You ready, Nate? I'm ready. If these walls could talk, the screams would wake the dead. Based on the chilling bestseller, this spooky study into psychological terror throws open doors to your deepest, darkest fears. The Long Island colonial house on the river's edge seemed perfect, quaint, spacious, and affordable. It was just what George and Kathy Lutz had been looking for. But looks can be deceiving, and their new dream home soon becomes a hellish nightmare as the walls begin to drip blood and satanic forces haunt them with sheer, unbridled evil. Now with their lives and their souls in danger, the Lutz must run as fast as they can from the home they once loved or fall prey to its terrifying power. So yeah, uh, really great selling point. Um, if these how the movie. Th- if these walls could talk, I have problem with because technically the house does talk. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so it only knows that, a couple words. Get out. That's fine. That's enough for me. The freaking house says get out. Guess what Charlie's doing? I'm getting Leave out. Me. Yeah, I'm out. I'm done. It also cracks me up that it mentions the walls dripping blood, and that only happens at the very end of the movie, which very... is a cool effect. Yeah, if they'd have done it a little bit better, then you could literally tell they just poked tiny holes in wallpaper and, and then just added syringed blood, blood through it in <laughs> one little spot, too. It was like, let's get a close-up of this, and it's one little spot of the wall. It's just it, it cracks me up because I'm like, man, 1979 is probably would have been terrifying. The walls are literally dripping blood. Uh, yeah. In 1979, it's it's super taboo to have the cross be turned upside down and oh, it's all blackened, you know. Yeah. But it's just one. And I want to say, like in the remake, it was like, let's make 97 of them go upside down, kind of thing. Like it's just yeah. silly. Um, yeah, it, I just wanted more from this movie. I hate ragging on it. I do. I do. I this this um, actually. So anyone that's a fan of this, you have every right to be a fan of it. It is an iconic movie just because of what it did start. I mean, this is one of the guys, even at the, at the, almost at the end when he's chopping in through the bathroom, Jackie immediately goes, here's Johnny. And I stopped for a second. I went, wait, this came out before that. Like, did it? Yeah. The shining didn't come out till 1980. Oh shit! This came out in 1979. Yeah, so this should have been the one that is most remembered. But you don't have Jack Nicholson. You know Nicholson poking his head. Yeah, here's Johnny's eyes. But the entire family has barricaded themselves in the bathroom, and he chops at the door with an axe. I'm like, that's. I mean, there's so much here that should have been terrifying. That should have been. I love James Brolin in this movie. I'm going to say that right now. Daddy Thanos. Daddy Thanos. Josh <laughs> Brolin's dad. He looks 
Uh, Josh Brolin looks so much like his dad. I was blown okay. away the whole time. I was like, that's Josh Brolin. Dude, there's a point in this movie that I looked at Jackie and went, is that Christian Bale? And we're both oh, yeah, watching it going. It's like the sunken fake. eyes. It's deep fake without deep fake. Like I could, you could superimpose Christian Bale's face in this movie. You wouldn't, you would fool 90% of people that they would still think it's James Brolin. I, it was blowing my, that's what I focused on for most of the movie was uh, every scene. Like, does he look more like Christian Bale now? Yes, he does. See, I didn't yes, he Christian does. Bale, but every time I was watching, I was like, that's just Josh Brolin. He found a time machine and went back to be 1979 to be his dad. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I love how, and this guy, he made probably the smartest move of anyone in this movie. He took little pay at the beginning and optioned for a higher percentage of the box office. If it did well, this dude walked away with, uh, I think it was the equivalent of getting like seven. He made 17 million then, and it's like the equivalent of like 80 or 90 million now. I forget what the actual, it's like, insane. Yeah. That's one of the things. The book was a runaway hit. So obviously, it got fast tracked to be turned into a movie. Um, yeah. This, that, this movie was going to succeed because yes. of that book. Period. And this was made for $4.7 million. Mm-hmm. Worldwide, it grossed $86 million. Yeah. I mean, these type of movies were in. That's just this, the way it was. And this was an independent film. This wasn't a major studio behind this. This no. was an independent movie made, which is why it's a lower budget, which is why normally your actors get paid a little bit less on scale. And, you know, those type of deals that you make at the, you know, the back door of it going, I'll take a little less now, but give me a little and more. The late seventies we're talking, well, I'd say mid seventies, the late, we're talking nothing but game changers in the genre because of Jaws, because of Dawn of the Dead, Alien, Phantasm, Halloween, yep. you know, like. There's this is prime horror real estate. There's ties to Jaws in this movie. You've got the mayor in this movie as one of the priests. They're in Amityville. Jaws was in Amity. You know, there's all kinds of these little ties to what the horror genre was doing in the 70s. Um, and while I loved James Brolin in this, I have issue with Margot Kidder sometimes. She's very odd and she is, a, she's hard to take as an actress sometimes, but I did like her in this though. She uh, felt like a, okay, I'll go ahead and say something. Cause I want to say something right after what I just said. So, all right. So she's Lois Lane. That's what we all know her as. That's how she got the role was because she's Lois. I, I, if it wasn't for the casting of those two, I feel like this movie would be even more sluggish. A hundred percent. These 100%. two were the reason why I powered through it, even though I did like have to turn off after an hour and I was like, I'll finish the next hour the next day because like <laughs> I was I was bored, but like I wasn't on my phone. I threw it in the other room like I really was in the mindset to have a scary yeah. movie, something to get, you know, into my head and like, you know, oh, what was that sound? What was that creak in the corner of the house of my own, you know? And yeah. When that didn't happen, when I just see a bunch of flies buzzing around a priest and him going, ooh, and then I do have a new really good band name, though. Oh, yeah? You got a new band name? Nun Vomit. Nun Vomit. 
because I laughed so hard when that nun. I'm not even going to do the noise because it made me want to like barf. <laughs> Jackie hates puking in movies. She can't watch it, and she was already ready to hide her eyes. And I'm all, I'm sitting there going, "We're not going to see anything." No, because yeah, yeah. she vomits. Yeah, it's the behind a door vomit behind a car door. <laughs> it's just the sound she makes. And then oh, we yeah. also get another nun that like plays b-ball b-ball i was nun? really shocked to see a nun you know dribbling had, a basketball and throwing some hoops she had moves she hits yeah, the last shot did. i think yeah i was, was pretty and like a backward jump too it was impressive yeah. she had a fadeaway a little fadeaway going on there i was uh, nate took a drink right when i said that he about died nun fadeaway i was <laughs> it's a nun fadeaway. i was just waiting for the nun sky that's hook. the downtown nun fadeaway that's right man I remember that in NBA Jam now, actually. Yeah. I want none big head He's mode. He's nunning up. Get the big head mode with the big nun face <laughs> yeah. running across the screen. Balls on fire smoking as she We're slams get it hit down. hit by so many nuns with rulers after this episode airs. That's fine. I didn't go to a Catholic church. Same. School. It didn't matter. Uh, I want to go back to the Margot Kidder thing, though. Okay. <laughs> I, ha- I I did. So I watched this movie. I really tried to take it all in. I I. I knew it was a- atmospheric. I like that we I, both went in with the mind- same mindset. We had Let's to. Do this at night. Do it at dark. Because the movie does technically start pretty well with seeing the aftermath of the killings. And I'm like, oh, oh I, I kind of did forget about that. I'm like, I'm in. It's been a long time since I watched this movie. Probably mm, 25 years or more since I've seen this Amityville. I've seen others since then. but So I'm watching Margot Kidder. Like I said, I have issue with her sometimes. To me, she's always going to be Lois Lane, but she's also batshit insane, and I can't ever forget that. So I'm watching this, and I I know they're basing it off of the Lutz, and the Lutz have a, a, a story, and they have a family, but Margot Kidder played this as if she never should have had children in this movie. She looks like a brand new newlywed bride. She acts like a brand new newlywed bride. Just always like, I'm so concerned for how my husband feels or what, you know, what he's thinking. It, he, she almost doesn't even have any motherly instincts in this movie I half the time. I honestly either. do not know how long they had been married in real life when they bought they the were house. newlyweds. From what I understood, they had only and, and been like, married I know a few months. Those three kids were from a previous marriage of hers. Right. So she yeah. should have, she's already been married once. But in this one, it's like what I imagine a divorcee mom should be with three children was not this wide eyed, so like worried about her husband and you know, his emotion, like you don't even see the kids half the time in this movie. You know, it's like all of a sudden the you little girl forget they have two older boys. The, the Yeah. The two boys I'm, I keep going crap. That's right. They have two boys and the little girl keeps scaring the shit out of Margot Kidder. Every time she turns around, it's, I swear it's like she kept forgetting. Oh yeah. I'm a mom in this movie, <laughs> but I don't know. I kept even the aesthetic they gave her. She was wearing pigtails at a point. She was doing all this other stuff. She's was obviously a dancer in another life and all this. And I'm like the, her playing it that way kind of ruins what it should have been it should have been a mom like stressed it should have been a mom that feels like the weight of the world is on her shoulders i got three kids i'm newly married my husband's losing his mind i'm trying to upkeep a brand new house margot kidder didn't 
really portray that to me in this. I liked her in this, but I think it would have helped the movie a little bit more had she been a bit more frazzled, I guess would be the right way to say it. You know what I mean? Just Yeah, and I know the alleged story is that Kathy would age super fast in the like 18, 28 days that they stayed in the house. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and the movie only touches on this in a very brief scene where she falls down. And when she does, the camera pans to her and she has a super wrinkly face yeah. and then it's gone. That's and, probably one of the most shocking scenes in the movie. And honestly, like, it was one of those things like, wait, what just happened? And it took yep. me like doing some research. I was like, Oh, okay. That would happen to Kathy's skin sometimes. Like, during their short visit now they did um, the blister thing on her face which i was like that was a horrible apply. yeah that was just really weird I, I hated that they even did that i mean they the, they did the priest right when he had like the blisters on his hands i was like that looked good and then they, it was just like this off white patches on her face that just looked like they took a, a glue stick and just went across her face and i'm like i that looks like garbage man it looks like clay and i hated it on that and they kind of do it to uh, James from time to time when they're trying to make him more and more, and towards the end, more stressed. His, I don't know, what would you call it? His descent into madness as far as how they make his face look, I bought it. Well, they I make him look more and more pale, more and more sunken eyes. Um, yeah. He's feel- constantly cold in the house, which is what they said George was experiencing. Yeah. The entire stay was just constantly... Uh, cutting wood and trying to make fire stay that way he could be warm because he was just never cold stuff yeah. like that i honestly do believe like i, I do believe that there could be something messing I'm not, with yeah i don't know enough of the lore or what really, I, and that's the know, thing i don't know like enough that. i know i think one of the sons recently had a documentary within the past 10 years yeah kind of describing it um but i do personally feel and it's not attack on the lutz family i feel like they bought this home for $80,000. It came with all the Defoe furniture. That's yeah. one of the things the movie doesn't really touch on. It's like, this is a fully furnished house. Basically, the only thing that was removed was the bloody mattresses. Um, they kind of touch on it. As the realtor takes them upstairs, she goes, if there's anything in the house you would like to stay, we can work it into the price. And they get like excited about that. They're like, oh, really? Are you serious? So that's kind of the end to why it still looks like it does when they move in is all this old furniture yeah, and stuff like, like the, that. They, they never cleared it yeah. out after the no. Defoe murders. Um, so you have this newlywed house or newlywoods that bought this house, $80,000 in 1979. They leave within under a month. They sell their story to the book. The book makes a ton of money. The movie makes a ton of money. I'm not shocked if they just found an opportunity to capitalize on getting themselves out of a financial hole they put themselves in with this house. Because Amityville is a harbor house. This is a house that is built around money. This house was just on the market in 2016 for a million bucks. I think it sold for 725 or something like that. But And what what a lot of people don't know is it wasn't filmed at that house. This is just the actual Lutz house. The movie, they tried. Um, but it's kind of like a homeowners association there, the community, and they refuse to allow them to come yeah, in. We're talking film. about extremely wealthy people that live nah. in this harbor. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, they, so I don't they know. Put the like that's just on that. a theory. I hate to be like that, but look, you made your money. You made a good story. Yeah, you made your money. How um, many other movies have done that based on a true story? Based on this, I mean, and yeah, still, it's a selling point for movies. Yeah. I mean, there's we still all people know out there that that think this is real too. There's some people that don't know this was all bullshit. And I think that's the other thing when watching this compared to as a kid. As a kid, I thought it was real. I thought this was one of the most terrifying things you could have happen. Yeah. to a home you live in and then revisiting it as an adult and knowing the full story it's like well the haunted house isn't the scary part it's the murder that happened in the house that's the terrifying part it's like that still gives me chills how did it happen that's the part i'm focused on and the movie doesn't gloss over like doesn't touch on it enough to me to look at to watch this movie and actually get any kind of fear out of it i think you have to look at it as instead of watching the dad um what's his the lutz name was it george 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 lutz so to think of george and when you watch this movie picture it being a dad that's like drinking picture it was some type of substance abuse yeah and that's definitely the best way to put it the descent into whatever that is becoming more and more grappled with his alcoholism yes yeah um, a failing business, which they t- that, that that's all in the movie too. That the there's a business that's failing. They don't have a lot of money. They have a boat. And they don't have a lot of money. I call bullshit. But there there's so many things. You know, a brand new house, all the weights on your shoulder. You've got three new kids in a house, a brand new wife. You've got a demanding life outside of it. Yeah, it's going to drive a dude nuts. But if you watch the movie in that mindset instead of a haunted house, I actually think the movie's right on point, you know, but that's not going to sell tickets. That's not going to put, you know, that's not going to make the house the this evil being in the movie, you know, and that's another thing. They try to play it up like the house is the evil entity, but yet then in the movie they say, no, it's just a portal. No, it's Satan the family runs away from the house, but yet the house can, it has powers that far exceed the property of the house. And that's one of the things that I remember the remake handling kind of better was there's a dinner scene where they go on a date in this one Mm -hmm. and he's feeling a little bit better. But then in the round rails one, when they do the same dinner, it's very obvious that he's like, oh, as soon as he gets away from the house, he's he's much more cheerful yeah. and happy again. Right. And then, you know, it's the house itself is, you know, terrorizing him. But like in this it's, one in 1979, it's it's actually terrorizing the priest more than the family. Which times. to me, that's where it's just like, well, this worked for the omen. Let's do it in our movie. That's it. I mean, and it was so cheesy as it was happening oh, like with God. this priest and like him going blind and then like it was like yeah what, what was what was do that you serve here and what, the, what, yeah the angel statue above him crackling and falling apart but it's not falling apart i was like yeah because the other priest is that was like the other priest experienced the car preventing them from going back to the house the hood flipped up which i was like that was a waste of a perfectly good hood um you know, there was a lot of cool classic cars in this, some seventies Nova's oh, yeah. and stuff like that. I was, <laughs> I was digging on that, but, um, I'm, I'm, so I'm watching it going, okay. So the house can reach further to prevent help. And 
but yet the family ran away. So it was never about the family or any kind of connection to, okay, God. Okay. Let's take a quick commercial break because I'm about to dig into what I'm just now talking about even deeper. So I think it's, if I don't, it's going to be another 15 minutes before we get a commercial. So <laughs> let me hit a commercial break real quick, guys, and we'll get back into how much we love the Anamiville Horror. <laughs> we'll be back following these messages. Just how drunk are we going to get? Welcome to Good Beer, Bad Movie Night, where each month we drink finely crafted brews while watching terrible films in order to see just how drunk you have to get to enjoy them. So tune in and join Troy. Tell more Kreitz. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> Dave. I have the weirdest boner. And Pete. IPAs are ales, meaning they are bottom fermented. Excuse me, they are top fermented. I f- that up. <laughs> Try that again. As we drag Kathleen, hear me. Kicking and screaming through an alcohol-fueled podcast dedicated to movies of questionable quality and the frosty adult beverages that help make them tolerable. Good beer, bad movie night. Clearly, it's the beer's fault. Read them and weep, boys. <laughs> Talk about a winning hand. All of my disturbing, revolting brilliance is now available on my Tales from the Crypt trading cards. Scandalous scenes, gory details, they're all here in deadly color. Collect the complete set, your friends will just die of envy. (laughs) Do you like horror movies? Do you like hanging out with your buddy? Do you like cracking jokes and having a good time? Do you just like fun? Well, consider checking out Spoils of Horror. We are an hour-long podcast that comes out every single week. We're not doing reviews. We're just going to hang out, talk about the movies we love with each other, and hopefully the ones you love too. Covering everything from the popular, the lost, the forgotten, and the bizarre. If you're looking for a good podcast and a good time, you're going to want to check us out. We're on all major podcasting platforms, and you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Check it out. We'll see you there. Welcome back. All right, everybody. I I had to stop mid-thought because there was something else in what I was discussing before we took a commercial that was going to take a few minutes. So we're talking about how the house apparently just can have these powers outside of its realm, the property, the building, whatever it is that gives us its power it is reaching out to the priest. It's actually disturbing the priest more. And because the Lutz get to get away at the end, they're just gone and the house never interferes with their lives again. My issue with all of that. And like Nate was saying, like in the other movie, the, the uh, Ryan rails character starts feeling better, the further away from the house that doesn't explain why they made such a big deal of how he looks like the guy that killed his family, the Defoe family in this. I what just was fear because the... in the seventies, everyone just looks alike. Right. But I mean, they re- like the <laughs> like, one, just the... not. 
the but bartender. Such a big like. You look like that guy, the guy that was in here right after he killed his family. What you look like the guy in the paper. The 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 police when they come when the door gets blown out again. So freaking stupid. At the bar when the bartender literally stops what he's doing, drops the beers, and you know spends a few good thirty seconds talking about how much the guy looks like George, but not only looks like George sat in that exact seat drinking a beer the night before he goes and kills his family all for nothing then it it's it's literally nothing it's done it's, yeah, it's, that's it's it. finished after that i'm like what why did did it have all this power to stop the priests from interfering making the i mean i get they're making the christian catholic people sick that's the whole devil end of this. Oh, but, yeah, because we got to make sure they're the superhero in this movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, satanic panic, man. Even yeah, though exactly. The, the other, I don't know if this is going to get us in trouble, but I'm going to talk about it. And forgive me if anyone gets offended. I couldn't help but chuckle when they're having their little powwow with all of the priests in the office. And they're like, no, we're not going to do this. You know, we're not. It's not Satan. We're not going to get involved. And the the priest that's being affected goes, don't you think the church has had enough cover-ups in its time? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. This is 1979. Uh, the whole, like, exchange. I'm like, wow, how time just never really changes anything. I, <laughs> I'm just, that was probably the most uncomfortable scene in the movie. Oh. was watching that whole inner you know Probably interaction at most yeah <laughs> yeah maybe the second but yeah it <laughs> i was watching that going holy shit someone doesn't like catholics i don't know who what who was writing this <laughs> and uh, and there again that they just the, the these main priests just wash their hands of it you know not even an investigation the whole movie is setting it up or you really do believe like a full on uh exorcist of the house is going to happen like a big yeah. final showdown and like i feel like it, it would have if the exorcist hasn't been out or like you're saying hey the exorcist was a really good movie maybe we should throw that in there you know and I, I was expecting i know that the shining because we talked about it was written before the movie came out obviously so there's i'm not saying that there's not stuff that they probably hey that that worked in the shining book I don't know if him chopping down the door is in the book. I don't think here's Johnny. Uh, I know is in that Steve. No, like because Stephen King absolutely hates the movie. He, he hates the like the movie is nothing like the book. So I'm, my yeah, guess so is the opposite. All that was coincidental. But the dad losing his mind is in the book. Well, no, because we, the whole like uh, Wendy in The Shining is supposed to be like a uh, in the book like a cheerleader archetype in. Yeah, Jack Nicholson's character is supposed to be like a real, like handsome person who's not mean right Are out you the saying gate. Jack Nicholson's not handsome. I mean, that's kind of I, I weird find to him say. pretty attractive, but he's not say. supposed to be. He's supposed to turn into deranged while the Jack Nicholson we get in the Shiny movie basically already looks deranged. That's because we we watched it after we watched Batman, so he was already. Yeah. It's the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> that's. That's just a product of our time. We already knew he was batshit insane. But no, I so I can see like where they just kind of p- cherry pick these little gems 
and, and plopped I can't say them into I've, a story. I've never read this book. I don't remember ever renting it from the library. All I know that all I know about the book is what I read last night was when they pitched the idea to James Brolin, there was no script. They literally said, go to the store, buy this book, call us when you're done. And his, his uh, you know, account of what happened was he bought the book, started reading it at like 10 o'clock at night. He hung a pair of pants he had been wearing that day up on, I'm guessing, like the back of a chair or something. At about 3 a.m. in the morning, he's still reading the book. The pants fall, and he literally jumps and screams. And it was like from that moment, he was so into the book, how it was written, that he was like, I'm in. I'm in this movie. This is fantastic. I love the atmosphere. And, and I'm sitting I'm- here going, I, I think I need to read the book you know, maybe I'll experience something I missed in the movie. That's one of the other things too, that, you know, this movie doesn't touch on, but in real life does. And it's very famous. Ed and Lorraine Warren are known yes. for investigating this house. Once well, like the Lutzes, I don't fully believe everything of Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, no, but uh, I ain't, I ain't opening that door with Annabelle in it. Oh no. Like I would love to visit the museum. I think it's still, technically closed like the when it's Lorraine COVID. died I think they were trying to figure out what to do with the estate essentially they, ha- they had that and then when, when the vid hit yeah they, that caused issues too fun fact though what doll is the little girl carrying around in this movie it's a raggedy ann doll which is it's the a, exact Annabelle doll the real one um, yeah the old raggedy ann which, not the raggedy ann we grew up with I do suspect at some point those conjuring movies will probably remake this why not? Everyone and else The only has. reason I don't think they would is because those Conjuring movies try to play it really hard that Ed and Lorraine are legit. And it's pretty much well known with that yeah. with the Lutz, then it's just like, oh, like everyone was in on it. Um, it was well known, like the Conjuring 2, the infield haunting is an amazing haunted house story. Mm. It is incredible. The, the Warrens were there for like two days and that was it. Yeah, they kind of showed up and then left, basically, if I remember right. So Just trying to get on the hype train, basically, basically, yeah. you know, um, but they were writing books back in this time period, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they've been around forever, dude. It feels yeah. like I mean, they're the top names when it comes to paranormal investigations, you know. But and it's it's shocking that they weren't involved with this movie, but I, I bet at the time and they're being still young in their career it's just like no hollywood idea. was nothing for them i bet and it was probably we don't know but it's very possible that they weren't even involved till maybe after the movie because it wasn't this movie what we didn't find out it was bullshit for a while no i mean it took out. years yeah and- so it's very possible that they even went after the fact of oh wow all this happened and they went to the actual house and you know checked it out there which is probably when the people were like, you know, screw this. We're not doing this anymore. We're tired of being f- a famous house. Now, that's, and that's that's the kicker, man. I, I, I got to give props to this. There's very few images in movies that are as iconic as the Amityville house. Oh, show a picture to it someone. Gorgeous. It is our haunting. age. You A second you see those windows. If it's pop, like I've seen it like pop up in other movies where they just it's not even part of the movie. You'll just see a house that has that facade and you're like, Oh, it's Amityville house 
instantaneous every time. And bravo for being able to, you know, this this is we're talking going up against like Freddie, Jason, Halloween, Amityville House. A we house. all know what the Amityville yeah. House looks like. <laughs> the house sends chills down everyone's spine. Right. Yeah. And, and every time there's an outdoor shot with the way the lighting is, whether it be with the moon, the sun, just the angle, all of it still looks cool. Yeah. That's why I would have never changed those windows and it'd be I a museum. Never. I'd yeah. have lit them some bitches at different ways, depending on anything. I mean, the same woman that owns the uh, Walter White house out in, was it Arizona or New Mexico, wherever Breaking Bad was filmed? Yeah. Um, she yells at literally everyone that drives by the house. Like, there are so many TikTok videos that are hysterical of her screaming at anyone that drives by and takes a picture of her house. It's like, you knew what you're getting yourself yeah. into. Maybe instead of being a jerk, you embrace this and just make bank. Yeah. I mean, Which, I, I. Yeah. I are you know. ready for this, Charlie? I'm ready for anything in this episode. Buddy. I got ideas on how to make bank. Oh, we make, Bill. we make him bank. I'm We're going to be making bank. I wish I'd known that. I need. I'll. I'll get some uh, dollar ching sound effects to play. Exactly. So That's, I figured, why that. stop at a book? <laughs> Whoever does, man. Whoever I don't. Does. <laughs> what if I told you you could build your own Amityville house with a Lego set? I'm a contractor. Oh, are, Lego set. Yeah, okay, I was yeah. thinking Lego. I was going to say, I can build the house. They're it's right outside. you distri- you know, make and, and send out to the people, I can to put, the masses, I can put it, I can put it marketing. on a shelf. I like and it. Okay. this would be made from 666 pieces. Ooh. Oh. Ooh, satanic panic. <laughs> <laughs> but why stop there, Charlie? I'm not going to. Why not have Amityville sheds? You I'm can in. now score your lawnmower in a shed that looks like the Amityville house, and it even has the iconic windows on the side. I'm just going to go ahead and say it, patent pending, everyone. Everyone That's listening. our idea, yeah. Hey, this is Everything ours. coming out of, Ma- out of Nate's mouth, patent pending. Now, this next idea is still in the beta phases because it keeps Every- killing the ideal uh, uh, market. Oh, I mean, <laughs> birdhouses. We get Amityville <laughs> birdhouses. The moment that we can keep birds alive from eating out of it, we're set, baby. But right now, there seems to be a technical problem where every bird that eats from the Amityville birdhouse seems to sadly pass away. I don't know why. No. It's a very weird thing. The walls are literally covered with blood. Bird <laughs> yeah. blood. Bird blood. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, I, I hate have... to see it end. I know, but I was on a time, you know, constraint. Oh, it's okay. I have Amityville, the VR game. Oh. Virtual reality is all the new hotness right now. Now you get to actually see the walls bleed. I'm in. I'd try it. I'm like, so you get to that- explore the red room and you get to touch <laughs> little ghost Anton LaVey. Is it Anton LaVey? <laughs> I thought it was like his own face he was looking at. I couldn't. <laughs> I thought it was Anton. <laughs> Satanic I think it, no. I think it was. I think it was his own face looking back at. Although I kept picturing like Star Trek Five with the 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 fake god out in the nebula, and it's just this giant floating head of a normal dude. He had a beard too, so it worked. <laughs> Look at Grizzly Adams floating around in this. Uh, I it, I don't know if I'm going to release this episode now. Those are all great ideas that I think we that should. We cannot have anyone steal 
If I see any of this on Instagram, I'm taking oh, If I names. see any of this on Etsy, I'm coming after you bastards with ceased and desist. He got those words right. I Money's really involved. tried hard. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he sounded that out. That was great. So, but that's basically uh, the movie. Yeah. But so wait, he, uh, there's uh, more. Is there more? Because I was going to bring up something, but you keep going, bud. This is all you, man. Take a guess how many movies there are in the Amityville franchise. So this is this is curious. Um, I think we should tell people a little bit of a backstory leading up to this. Before I watched the movie, and I'm pretty sure before Nate watched it, I sent Nate a picture on Messenger going, we messed up bad. And I sent him a picture of Amityville in space. And it's a house with a face floating in the in in space it's like the ground has lifted and it's this awesome looking cover and the movie's got like a 3.3 rating so i was like we should have done this one it was all in space we we messed up <laughs> <laughs> i added yeah, that we did. you didn't um, hear any of that now here's so, the thing <laughs> go ahead the amityville story is technically in public domain because it's haunted houses, you're talking about a property, and weirdly enough, the Defoe murders I think you can use as well because it's it's all public stuff that happened. Yeah. Uh, the Lutz name you cannot use though. No. So this has allowed a lot of filmmakers to kind of get loosey goosey with it. And I had no idea it went this far. It goes I, deep. I, How many Amityville <laughs> movies have you seen? Because I think I've only seen the first one in the remake. Truthfully. I have seen, and this was something I was going to talk about before we got into this, but it's fine. I've seen Amityville. I've seen Amityville 2, uh, 3D, and the remake. I've seen four Amityville movies. Um, I think and I was, the first three are the canon. I think they. I think those are the <laughs> as legit. As loosely as we can say that, even though the prequel, Amityville 2, is loosely based around the real murders, and then 3D is... Yeah. 3d <laughs> um and i, I do want to see 3d real badly though i want i want it all right we're back on 3d so i want to bring up my point because you mentioned amityville virtual like you know that you can go through the vr uh we had a discussion not long ago about why has vr not taken up going and getting all the old school 3d movies and allow us to watch them through vr headsets jaws 3d J friday the 13th 3d Amityville 3D. I want, and I'm not talking the new Avatar. No, I want old school 70s and 80s 3D movies on the VR. I'll buy one today if they would do that. I want to experience those movies with the cheesy, like, eh, the spear's coming right for me. Oh, was that a fish? I don't know what's going on. I would be so happy if those were to happen. Yes, and there's a reason we were talking about this later, and that is a future episode that's coming up that Charlie is super excited to do. Yes, we are and I'm not first. spoiling it yet, and it was Pete's <laughs> idea. Again, everyone, this is on record. It was Pete's idea to do this movie that we're going <laughs> to do in the future. Um, and yeah, it might have something to do with what I'm talking about right now, but no, the 3d thing. I wanted to just mention that VR needs to get their ass on that. I they want to experience those movies, but continue yeah. with how many Amityville movies. Just take, a, take a shot in the dark. How many I'm going to take a shot in the dark. 
I know when I didn't look it up, but I, I should have because I was like, Amy DeVille in space came out this year. So I'm like, I don't know. How many Friday the 13th movies are there? 12? Something yeah, like that? I think that. so. 11 I'm going to say nine Amy DeVille movies. 37. I quit. What? 37? Yeah, dude. And there's one, two, three, four, five, six coming out this year alone. So it's more than 37 when these no, come no, out? No, like this oh, is 37 includes us. Okay. Now, That's, the I, best I, part so... was when you sent that Amityville in space, I was like, well, today alone, right before recording, a new one was announced. Amityville Thanksgiving. I don't. I hope it comes out in November. I don't have release dates for this, but I. If that does, we're live streaming it. Now, are you ready for some of these ridiculous titles that have nothing to do with the original? After Amityville in space, I am all ears, bub. <laughs> well, we got some that are pretty basic: the Amityville murders, the Amityville terror. Hmm. But then we get into <laughs> Amityville cop. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know nothing about that one, but I'm nope. very excited for Amityville. I want to see it now. Yeah. Oh, you're excited for that? What until I tell you about Amityville Vampire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you think that's exciting? Wait till I tell you about Amityville Vibrator. What? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Don't worry, Charlie. There's Amityville Bigfoot. That's coming this year at some point. Ah, of course it is. <laughs> we'll have to get the monster movie stomp down on that one. There's also. <laughs> Let's just go with it, man. We're already in too deep. The Amityville moon, which predates Amityville in space. So it turns out we already had one, I think. I wonder if Amityville in space is the one from Moon. Maybe it's a sequel. Oh, what if it's a sequel? I, Maybe I, our live stream is we, we we pick three of these and just talk about them in 30 minutes. I say segments. we just have a new live stream segment. We work our way through the Amityville movies. We just start at one. We've already got one done. <laughs> yeah, 36 jump more the, to go. Just 36. Maybe by the end of the year, 42. No guarantees. <laughs> but don't worry, Charlie. Are you ready for this? I, of course I am. Because I've got more Amityville horror movie ideas. Oh, <laughs> we're doing the next five. I'm in. We are. We know I people. I have got, in order, Amityville and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Dom and his family move into the infamous house. He's about to find out that living life a quarter mile at a time isn't fast enough to get you away from this furious ghost. Wow. I love They've retired. They're now gone. They've, they're going to live on the harbor out in New York, him and the family. I love how you can take something. Because the second you said that and before you did your synopsis, my brain immediately went, it's Amityville the Furious, but the car inside the garage is what's possessed. <laughs> it's Christine. Yeah, but it's we like a find muscle a way car. To make Fast and the Furious and Christine combine. 
And it's Amityville and the Furious. I'm in. I'm totally in on that one. Okay. I'm sold. Call Derek. (laughs) Call Derek. (laughs) I'm bringing it back. (laughs) Next, we've got Amityville Cats. This is where we remake the entire movie scene for scene, but with cats. The dog Ah. still gets to play the dog. Of course. You gotta have at least one live action. I think it would be very entertaining. That's all I got with that one. can we do Amityville Muppets? Oh, I'm glad you said that because that's going to play into our trash opinion segment later. Oh, really? That was totally oh, yeah. unplanned. I like this. <laughs> We're shooting from the hip, everyone. None of this was discussed ahead of time. We both just went, I'm going to screw stuff up. Nate goes, don't worry. I got you, fam. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm already just, ready. We hit the record button tonight. Hey, I'm drinking. Now. We had already mentioned Jaws. Yes, we did. Earlier. And this movie takes place on a harbor. It does. Amityville Shark. (laughs) How is that not one already? I know, right? So the Uh, spirits have found their way into the Amityville horror. Now the residents are being picked off one by one. How can one break the evil curse when it's no longer contained by the house? I love that. Wow. Like yeah. the, sea, the sea reclaimed the house. So yeah, now the sea is haunted. The entire, like, now you get all the neighbors involved, oh. everything. That brings up and another I bet question. There's an Amityville Beach. I didn't Google it, but if there is, that mayor is not shutting it down on 4th of July weekend, damn it. What happens when the Amityville house gets tired of its neighbors? Get out! It's because those houses are really close to each other. They're very close to each this, other. These aren't big yards. And I'm just, I'm sitting there going, none of the neighbors have come out once during, even when the cops show up, even when everything's going <laughs> yeah. on, the door explodes, the window, they That's jump out the every window. Neighbor is a good neighbor and went, Hey, I ain't messing around with that. That's their problem. Not my business. I Not remember mine. the people that died in that house and I didn't come out then. Mm-mm. <laughs> No, sir. (laughs) I really, I will never leave the house unless it's for some gray poop. Oh, that's right. These are the affluent neighbors. Yeah. You know, and that's BS too. I am on my yacht. I am not at the house. There ain't no affluent neighborhood going to allow a few murders to drop their home values as bad as that house did. 40,000 under market value, sir. Bullshit. They are not allowing that. That's not, not, not happening. These days. Not no. in this market. No, no. Not no. in this economy. Uh-uh. Now, Charlie, do you remember the hit show from the mid-2000s, Wife Swap? I never watched it, but I do remember the commercials. You no, know, they, they would, you know. They were just as funny. Two families would swap wives, and yeah, it'd you'd be get like, like the, the hippie crazy sh- hippie with yeah. the conservative family, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Shenanigans would ensue. A lot of shenanigans, according to the commercials. Oh, always. So I present to you House Swap, Amityville edition. (laughs) This is where the neighbors have to switch houses with the current Amityville owners and have to see if they will last over two weeks. I promise you people, we did not script this. I did not just (laughs) bring up the neighbors because his next segment involved neighbors. No, it just happened to be in the order I wrote these down. Um... (laughs) Will the neighbors survive? Now, in order to make this a little more enticing, 
The producers have also placed an axe in every room in the house to spice things up a bit. I can't believe I forgot to bring up that point. That's another movie with an axe. This is. I, I should always love a movie with an axe in it. But in House Swap, there's going to be a bathroom axe, a laundry room axe, a red room axe, a linen closet axe, a kitchen axe. If there's a room, there's an axe in it. That way, if two weeks in, we could see if these neighbors survive. Did they call it the Red Room because they stole red rum from The Shining? Uh, it could very well possibly be because that was in the novel, I believe. The more we talk about this, the more, like, we're the not... parallels are there. We're not Batman or anything, but we're pretty damn good detectives after Pretty the good fact. detective. <laughs> I'm now. starting to think that whole movie's bullshit, Nate. <laughs> What if I were to present to you the biggest budget in the entire Amityville series? I'm all ears. Talking at least $250 million. Ooh, we're going to need some investors. Amityville Endgame. <laughs> the Avengers have to defeat the Amityville curse. Tony Stark moves Avengers Tower to Amityville because he gets a really good deal on the house. Tony Stank. <laughs> I'm laughing Again, at my own damn joke because the I'll, idea of Tony Stark being so cheap and goes, hey, Avengers, I got a really good deal over on Amityville. I bought this house. I don't know what happened. That's because they put coffee grounds in the disposal. Um, now, this is once again, Charlie's brain. When Nate first says something, I went, we're going to assemble all the versions of the Amityville house from all the movies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Amityville, the neighborhood. And it's all Amityville house. <laughs> Every house is on the left. Technically, that if they're in a circle, that that that, that, that would be actually that yes. Is, they're all on the left. <laughs> oh my god, man! I was now, worried about this episode. I'll be hundred percent honest, but I'm enjoying oh, the hell out of this right don't now. Don't worry, I've got more. He made four pages of notes, people. I just saw the notebook. I've got Amityville exterminator. This is where I actually just bought the property and called an exterminator and got rid of the flies. It's a short film. Yeah. But I, I took care of the pest. Couple fly strips. It's all they yeah. needed in that I room. Really, yeah. It wasn't too hard. I don't know why that priest had so much difficulty with them. Yeah. And the most far-fetched thing in that movie was that the windows would actually open after a while. When in, If anyone's ever worked on old homes or replaced those old-ass windows, they don't open. <laughs> those things are stuck forever yeah so when they're acting like it won't open i'm like of course it won't and then it opens i'm like well that was bullshit that never happened <laughs> now these last two i will admit i kind of you know started to run out of ideas no say it ain't no. so nate no, they're not my best but i still okay. want to pitch them to you maybe i can improve on them we'll see Teenage Mutant Ninja Amityville, Teenage Mutant Ninja Amityville. The house becomes a ninja crime fighter. It has the eyes. I could I could picture. Yeah, the bandana we put the bandana over the over eyes, the windows, and yeah. it's got nunchucks. Oh, it has nunchucks. Actually, what it does is it invites all the criminals to the live in the house, and then eats them. They 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 it disguises itself as the foot base where the foot clan hides. And then it wins. I don't know. I, I can't fix that one. I would love to hear the theme song, but 
I don't think I can fix that one. Maybe. Yeah, that one's really hard. Now, this next stretch. one, I will admit, I have no story. I will say, though, real quick, though, I'm pretty sure Super 7 is already making that toy right now. I Amity really Bill hope Ninja they toy. are. <laughs> <laughs> Coming soon. Pre-order now for $450. It's on Kickstarter. <laughs> it comes with, like, a little mailbox that yeah. also has the Amityville eyes. There's a l- little can of red paint. Yeah, just a little tiny one. little tiny one. So, yeah, this one, I got no story. Okay. But it's uber Idyville. I just really like to say the word Uberdyville. Uberdyville horror. Yeah, say it. it's fun. Uberdyville. I said it. I said yeah. Uberdyville. Um, I was thinking something with an Uber driver when I came up with the idea. The and car has when to I be combined possessed. the words, and it was still, it was just way more fun to say Uberdyville. Yeah, I can't fix that one either. Yeah, no, that one. Like I said, I was really running out of steam. You had gold at first. You did, I did. good at first. Yeah, you know what? As all good franchises do, once you get to about the seventh idea, you really start to run out of ideas. I just proved that. Technically, that puts them almost at fifty. So yeah, they're about to run out of ideas. I think Amityville Shark should happen, though. I I think I'm. Yeah, oh yeah, it, it should definitely happen. I'm a hundred percent behind that. Now. Can we talk about all the minor inconveniences that this ghost caused? Sure. I would love to talk about the minor because inconveniences. Because every time that this movie was going on about what it was doing, I was like, that really isn't that bad. Like getting stuck in the closet? Yeah. You got stuck in the closet. You lost yeah. $1,500. It would suck. But if the ghost is just stealing your money, that's... There's why worse was, things that could happen. Why was that even in there? I don't I still know. Was watching there was this no going, resolution. There's nothing. Like, I think it would have been funnier if he found the money, not the band. You know, anything but what we got. Also, why did I need any of that in this movie at all? <laughs> the toilet overflows. That's got to that happen to any house. That could have gone someplace amazing and you forget about it you literally forget about it because what happens right after we get none puke yeah i totally forgot about the toilets till you just vomit. reminded me <laughs> right we got a new metal band none vomit made me forget about black blood toilet that's an i claim that one that one's mine that's all that you're allowed to have that one black blood toilet like no, to me mike, mike you can't have these it would be it hides your car keys and you're like, ah, oh, I can't get to work. I'm like 10 minutes later to work because it, it happened to move my keys just out of sight. And they play with that at the end when she can't find the keys to the van and they're in yeah. her pocket. I'm sitting there going, the house took the keys because it stole the money. No, she just didn't know what pocket they were in. <laughs> the house stole the keys and the money. That way it could get out of town. It's trying to relocate. It's actually trying to leave New York. <laughs> no, nope, I, I think it's fine. I, I would buy that more than what actually in, in the modern version, it would just keep blowing out your candles and you you know you just relight it and be like, God, this is really annoying. Like the windows are closed, but yet my candles keep getting blown out. Modern version, I've done switch to those stupid little LED candles, so you can't <laughs> blow it out. Your Xbox would keep turning off right before you could save the game. Now, that would piss me off. That would that, be the one that would really annoy me. I'm about to get the winning shot in Rocket League, and then it it turns off. I've literally watched one of our cats figure out that if it touches the glowy button, it makes a noise, and then Anthony screams his head off, and it thinks it's <laughs> the funniest thing on the planet. 
and yeah it hasn't done it in a while it was when it was real young but yeah the little light would come on and you know every once in a while it would like glow and you know get damn oh, yeah. bright yep stick its nose right on that button and now that they're touch sensitive oh anthony lose his mind <laughs> Cat, turn the set up, off. uh beefcake used to take his nose and hit it oh i remember you telling <laughs> yep. us that the beefcake used to turn that off what about the poor dog in this movie it. man it's a good dog how long did how long did that dog have to paw at that stupid uh, concrete so ground at the bottom so like, sad i and they play up that it like done it till it's you know paws bled but i don't believe that was blood though nate I, I think that was some the of the red paint that they it just poured got all spilt, over. that the ghost spilt. And then he falls through the steps in the climactic escape from the house. The door got stuck. Oh, now it's open. He, they get it. I love the van. It's a nice Chevy van. I would really enjoy having one I of those. I do support the van. I love the van. And they, they, they get away. He stops in the middle of the street. And I'm like, oh, the house still has a hold of him nope they got to go get the dog and for some reason i thought the little girl was crying about her doll and then i realized oh she wants them to get the dog i was like okay fair Which, i'll give you that because i have not seen this in so long when he gets out of the van and runs back to the house and i was screaming at him i was like he better be going to get the dog because that's what yeah. i would be doing and then Once, when it, that's in fact what he was doing i was like haha that's a damn good person right there yeah that was almost like a redeeming moment for him because he's turned into a piece of shit in this movie yeah. you know it, it really has but that then he's like i am gonna go get the dog for my new daughter and he goes and he falls through the stairs why did it have to be black oily goo and not like fake blood i don't know because they clearly like we're not afraid of blood because when the walls no, do start to the bleed, walls it bleeding. really starts to bleed uh, they made the head explode with blood in the fake death you yeah, know, so I'm so like, I'm not I'm sure what the thought process was of just making it like oil. It looked like bubble and crew. You know, it was the Beverly Hillbillies done struck oil on the harbor. <laughs> yeah, I don't was. know. You know, they got the concrete, you now, know, pond out back. Can you imagine, though, you have guests over and then the walls start to bleed. and You're like, oh, really? Right now? Not when I got company. Danzig would love it. Danzig would absolutely love it. Do the walls bleed? Yeah, he has and to ask every realtor that. Why did he not buy the Amityville house when it went for sale? Hmm. Well, I mean, it, yeah, that is true. He's got all that misfit hmm. money. He got misfit money. Yeah. Why has he not made an Amityville Danzig division, you know, edition of the movie? <laughs> Give it time. I would we so need, watch a haunted house Danzig movie. We need to call Jim. Yep. Get Jim on the line. Get Jim on the line. We have so many more people to call now. We can make an Amityville movie, Nate. We have people to call. They're listening right now. Let's and all get together. All the ideas, and then one of them's actually going to build the birdhouse. No, they're they're all my friends. They wouldn't they wouldn't cross us like that. They know better. <laughs> they wouldn't Etsy cross us. I know where they all are. I take excellent notes. I know all my interviewees. <laughs> I, I do mean, my. I do my investigations. Really? This is this is the movie? That oh yeah, we're minor done. inconveniences. Yep. You know what is crazy to think about though, because of this being 79 fall this happening and then 2022, someone's living in this house. Mm. There's nothing happening. Nothing has been recorded since the lust. No, nothing. This house has Wi Fi now. Yeah. It think may be a, that. it could actually talk to you now. 
It could. I also like to think that it's just distracted watching Netflix and like the house itself. It says it's going to watch that, you know, the Sandman with you. But then it decides to watch like four episodes ahead of you and already knows the plot twist to episode nine. Yeah. It acts surprised as you're watching and you yeah. can tell when they're faking it because, you know, that's not how you. And this really could respond. be why hauntings are down in general. Is I was the just getting to bring internet. that up. Yeah. Yes. Like you, it's nowhere near as prevalent as it used to be, even in the nineties. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're watching stream and I'm going to bring up something that I've seen quite a bit lately. Why are all the ghosts from Victorian areas? Aren't we supposed to be getting some, like, I guess if it's all within a certain timeline, should we not be getting some like greaser ghosts? Should we not get some hippie ghosts? I mean, when do I get my flock of seagulls ghosts running around haunting places, Nate? Man, see, what are you talking about? You want me to hunt a ghost? Uh, you want not... a ghost? I'll give you a ghost right here, Charlie. So you gave me 1930s gangster then. Yeah, that's basically what the what they would be right now. So is there is there a buffer of time then? It takes I, I... like 50 to 70 years before you can haunt. So is that like the waiting period? I don't know if there's a waiting period. If you have to get put on a list. Wasn't this explained in Beetlejuice, though? You have to take a number. Well, I think that's just if you need help. Oh, that's like, just tech support. They were already. Which also means that this would all be done via the Wi-Fi. And that's why my Internet wasn't working right before we recorded this episode. See, was Amity the ghost need to use the Wi-Fi to have tech support well, for ghost problems. The Amityville house knew we were going to record this, so it tried to stop us, it but did. we're so it far, it could only slightly buffer the internet speed, and that's all we could get. Um, because, you know, it Which, once again, a minor inconvenience. All minor inconveniences, man. And no one dies. I think also the problem with, like, modern hauntings with, like, today's technology and, like, editing and stuff, like... There's just so much crap out there on YouTube. I've fallen down the rabbit holes of trying to find. Like, oh, yeah. Stuff. And there's so much. It's like, well, that's fake. That's fake. Well, like, look at it's how your filmmakers and hey, more power to you. But yeah, it, it well, look you how put popular, so much into the ocean. It dilutes it. Look how popular the paranormal activity movies got. Exactly. They were really making people believe. And it's just camera trickery. Yeah. So now we immediately go. Where's where's the Photoshop? Where's the deep fake? Where's this? those stupid TikToks where you're watching it and they're like, Oh, did you see that? And really all it is is a video to get you to sit there and watch it 27 times. So it boosts their algorithm. Yeah. And it's like, it's all BS man. Or they do a stupid jump scare at the end of the video, which I already can figure out 90% of them. And it's just like, yeah, this is just going to try and make me jump. There is like two TikTok video, like users I had found that have like really interesting, uh, footage I'll, I'll i'll post them in the facebook group if i can find them because yeah, both of them were like it was there was enough footage and what they were doing i was like eh, there's something here yeah you know I, i've seen like the hidden room in the basement ones and stuff like that where i want to believe them but i'm also in the back of my head going man it'd be so easy to fake now it, and so that's the thing. it's fake. so easy with so many different editing programs and then like there's also the ones where it's like people have cameras in their house, and I think that's weird. It's to dude, I'm a contractor, man. You now have to be like you're on film almost all day, every day, even if you they don't tell you. You you not that we do anything, and it's we it's just weird that people want to see that. 
you know, you don't want to see me yell because I messed something up or I hit my thumb. But and that's what it is now. I mean, well, it's it, like even if you're not doing a house, right? It's like that person has seven days out of the week where they're just like by themselves recording themselves. Yeah. Well, like, think that's about all what that, I think is weird. Think about all the people that drive with cameras on just hoping to catch something. Yeah, we get to watch the videos of the actual thing that's cool to see. What you don't see is the seven months nothing happened. And, and that's that the thing. Did. Like, I have debate on getting one of those in case I got into a car accident because it seems like it would be the I, thing. To I save can see your like ass. truckers getting it or something like that. That totally, like, if I owned a trucking company, you would all have video cameras facing the out the windshield it, 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 immediately. But normal people thing just to make sure your ass is covered in case there's yeah. an accident like that's the only reason why i'm like man it might be kind of cool to get one but i'm like well there would also be just me deleting tons and tons of driving right nothing happens yeah i mean it would be like just have a gopro hooked up and then just rewrite the card every day you know but i mean i got one of those cameras to go outside and then i got tired of like you know people ringing my doorbell and it's just easier to like press the button be like nope and then the moment I like put on the camera or turn on the or put it up, it's like I never got those visits anymore. Like, yeah, they, they saw the camera. Stopped. They yeah. were all like, nah, screw that. Ah. <laughs> I would get 27 possums, seven deer, two black bear, and dogs and cats setting all mine off all the time. That's just what get it a would trial, be. A trail cam that sounds awesome. I might, yeah, I might as well get literally before we started recording there's two baby deer like no more than 20 yards away from me and jackie so you know country life the sad part is they weren't scared of anything and i'm like yeah y'all ain't gonna last long um but no i i it, it's a different time and again like you were saying man this movie worked apparently it, it was a it made a ton of money it is bond an insane franchise insane i like, is that the longest running franchise? That's a good question to look. I into. bet there's some sort of asterisk where they don't count it because of how much isn't even involved. And it just has the title. Yeah, but I mean, I think because I say it counts if it says Amityville, you know, that'd be like how many Friday the 13th movies are there, you know, because they just kept adding Friday the 13th, you know, to it. It's kind of what they're trying to do with Halloween. Halloween was never supposed to be all Michael Myers. It was just supposed to be a new Halloween movie every year that dealt with a scary story. You know, still wish we could have gotten something like that. Yeah, we got Season of the Witch. No one understood what was going on, and they scrapped it and gave us the curse of Michael Myers. I don't know. It's stupid. But and we totally got off. Where's like Amityville versus? That's what we need. Amityville versus other movie franchises versus the demonic dolls versus the bell, Witch, because that's near you. It is. So we got to figure out a way to get the New York to fight Tennessee. Can't. What if we just bring the shed? All right. Yeah. Okay. So we bring the shed, the Amityville shed. That's its travel version that we take around now available in travel hunt. Yes. That'd be kind of cool to see that going down the road on the back of a big ass trailer, like three Amityville houses looking at you as you pass, judging you as you go down the road. <laughs> You're like, I'm pretty sure we just passed like three Was mini that a Amityville. Mini Amityville? Hundred <laughs> percent, man. That's still can't believe they changed the mirrors or the windows. That's stupid. So stupid. I hate that. You bought the house, you knew what you're getting yourself into. That's right. 
Well, yep, I, I'm with you, man. So uh, we've already done body, our body count, our raining blood, our kill of the week, which was almost non-existent. So uh, I guess we uh, rate this bad boy, huh? Let's get it going. All right. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Woo! All right, so it's horror. I guess I got to go first. Yeah, you first. get to go first. I've struggled with this, man. I can't deny the impact this movie has had on the horror genre since it came out. What ideas people have spawned from it, not just the other movies that have come from it, but just ideas in future, like the house movie, you know, house one, house two, you know, what if the house itself is haunted? It's a cool concept and I dig it. Um, I love James Brolin in this. I, I, I liked Margot Kidder. I feel like she played the role wrong. I, everyone was watchable in this movie. There wasn't like someone in this movie where you're like, ah, I don't believe you. Even his business partner. I liked that whole interaction they had. Exactly. And it's still very uh, 70s acting. And I have to put myself, it's like what Pete had told us, reviewing a movie 42, 43 years later, sometimes is unfair if you keep it in the context of movies now no like and i and i'm not day, doing this that. is fantastic acting i think this is this has a definite mood to it it sets a tone it is painfully slow to get to the point and even in 1979 there are massive plot holes in this movie i am giving this six machetes oh I, six machetes i'm giving it six and it would be five if not for James Brolin's acting in this. I really did enjoy watching him in his, how he descended into this, you know, madness, I guess, you know, even he, other than his stupid scream at the end, I'm tearing myself apart. Oh, I forgot I like, about that. Yeah. That was as bad as Darth Vader going, no, no. Everything else, though, I loved him doing in this movie. So I had six machetes. So, Nate, where are you it's at, Bubba? It's funny you mentioned five because that's where I'm sticking at. That's totally fine I and understandable. It I can't go lower than that because it's not fair I, to the Yeah, it's not fair to, to, to its legacy. I, I want to hear from people that still really enjoy this movie and what they enjoy about it. And if it's in the same case of like what myself was, I was like, oh, yeah, I love this movie. And then rewatching it going, oh, ho, 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 this is not at all what I remember, you know? Yeah. Um, the, the movie's not necessarily bad made. It's just, it's very slow. It takes till the last 15 minutes to be captivating. And yeah. I hate to say that because of watching it from the modern eye lens of expecting stuff to happen right at the get go, not that I'm one that. Um, and I love character development and it, it has that. It's just, when you see what like the creepy things are happening, I'm like, this is really not creepy, like at all. They're like literally minor. They misplaced $1,500. That sucks. But like, and it wasn't even their $1,500. No, nah, it was a guy who was getting married. It was her brother. It was her yeah. brother's $1,500. And it's so weird. And it just did. It didn't need to be there at all. You know, he didn't, we didn't need the, exposition of him writing a check that bounced he's already he was stressed enough before that 
I didn't need that to add no. to it. This is like if there could have been more tension being built and more tension being built to where you can't take it anymore and you're waiting for it to finally snap, then those final 15 minutes would be even more effective. That's I, why I got the drive-through theater experience like yeah. thought process with this. So I was like, man, imagine seeing this at night in the car and then like it finally gets to this climax. Like it would be effective because you're outside, you hear the woods, you hear the mm-hmm. birds on top of, you know, well, and you could, you're watching played. it with someone and maybe that person's a bit more susceptible to being yeah, startled exactly. or scared. I think what would have back to one of my original points, I think what would have added to the tension would have been Margot Kidder playing this differently as the stressed out without the house that that's the thing. Let George descend because of the house. Let Margot already kind of be frazzled because she's a divorcee she's a mother of three she's in a new home and she's now having to deal with everything going on let that add to it let that really kind of start let the house be driving a wedge by affecting george like it is there's only really one possible there's and it, I couldn't help but even laugh at the end. But when the girl gets stuck in the closet is probably the most tense part of the movie. It's the most tense part. But then when you think about it, there are so many modern different ways you could do it better. Oh, but it that's is what they gave you back then. And I can't the, fault it for that. No, like, I can't. It's not fair. And they uh, added that she clawed till her fingers bled. They did. The little, yeah. the little girl sitting there staring at the door was unsettling there. Oh, that brings up a whole nother thing. The freaking imaginary friend has no payoff whatsoever. Oh, it's because uh, the actual little girl believed that she was being friends with a ghost pig. I'm not making that up. I think it's a pig. No, no. In the movie, they use a pig's head in the window the shot. In the yeah. window shot. And I'm fairly certain when it was debunked to be the neighborhood's cat, like the neighbor's cat. Which, which is, I thought was funny because that's what George mentions in the movie. Like, oh, it's probably Neighbor's Cut. It, it was, was like, just the no, Neighbor's it, Cut. No, it really was. <laughs> but no, but I mean, again, they would set up stuff that really they could have gone a lot further with and then just, nope, nope nothing. Not, oh, we, I do believe that, you know, because little kids are weird at times. There could have been something contacting that little girl. I'm, I'm not saying that I, there I don't wasn't. There wasn't. What I'm saying is, they set it up, and this is probably one of the biggest setups in the movie of the, they bring it up several times, the imaginary friend. Then it jumps out of a window and we see glowing eyes. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Done. I'm like, what was the point of that? Is it? Is it a ghost? Is it the house? Is it Satan? They threw the whole bag at us. They went, let's see what sticks. And it was just so early on a movie that like this coming out now that didn't get fixed for the reboot. If the, someone just went, well, let's just write it. Let's just do a movie based on this book. We have no idea. It's bullshit. That's not going to fly in this. It's this, it's this, it's this, it's this. No, we're going to be sitting there going, well, which is it? Is it Satan? Is it a portal to hell? Is it imaginary? Is it a poltergeist? Is the house itself haunted? Is it on an Indian burial ground? All of this is brought up in the movie. Everything is brought up in the movie. Then they run away. And nothing follows them. So. 
I might drop down to a five, but James Brolin again to six because of James Brolin. Yeah, to me it was just it's a perfectly run of the mill. Like it's you could go back and watch this to see if we're wrong. <laughs> Honestly, that that I think that's where I'm gonna have to be like would I recommend I would recommend this to someone that I know loves horror but hasn't seen this. But if it's someone that's like, I'm just now getting into horror, I'm going to be like, don't even bother with the Amityville movie. Jump into something else because this will soil your opinion. Like get, get a little bit of where we, where we're at now and then go back so that maybe you can appreciate where it started. Kind of, you know, definitely. Yeah. I, I, I just, I think you said it perfectly, man. This this is one of the few movies that just hasn't aged well at all. And that's all it is. And that's what I love about our show is the fact that it's to reflect on what we would right. watched as a kid. And this was it. And this this is this is kind of like the inverse of what you would normally expect. Normally you expect us to bring up a movie that we absolutely love, that we know front to back, that we just want to talk about. But we also do movies that, like we said, the Amityville, we know it. We've seen it. It has been a huge icon in this genre, but yet now we've gone back and watched it and went, oh, shit, it is not what we thought it was. No, I mean, the nice thing is it's got me wanting to go into watching more ghost story movies, um, especially now that we're in August. If To me, it's officially Halloween season once it hits August. I think, I think if you bring another one to the show, though, I'm going to require you to pre-watch it before we put it on the schedule, though. Oh, that's totally fair. <laughs> <laughs> we don't normally do that. A lot of times we like to just wait till we cover the movie. This is one of those times where I was like, either this should have been a double feature where we compare it to the new one, which I think would have been interesting, but also which, maybe we watch it with the second one. So we get the prequel. So we know what the hell's happening. In this, movie. this also brings me to a point, And I would like to pitch this to the Facebook and Instagram users, write to us, reach out to us. And if you're not if, on there, you should be, if you're listening, you should be. Um, if you would like for us to cover an original movie and a remake as a double feature, if we Ooh, get like enough of the same names, I guess you could say, yeah. not necessarily a vote, but it's like, all right, this one's getting brought up the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know. Um, I think we could cover it possibly in October or November because the schedules I'm, are already pre-made. I'm taking the thing off the table, though. That's unfair. I would take the thing. We already did the blob, so that's already gone. Evil Dead, because there's still some ideas floating around about what to do with that franchise down the road. Yeah. So we'd like to see something that maybe is more obscure, I guess, is what we're going for. I don't know if obscure, just something that's like, oh, yeah, that was remade. That would be obscure, Nate. I guess so. That's okay. my definition of obscure is a little different. Obscure <laughs> is not quite clear. Or we can be like, oh, they did remake that. A little they? foggy. Or if they remade it and it's under a different name. A but good it's the same example story. for everyone would be the crazies. Yes, I that, that's because that's, that's one of those good ones. Get that, yeah, that yeah. oh yeah, that was remade. That was uh, Timothy Oliphant. I was, was going to say that was my boy oh. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, it was our man crush. I have his action figure now, and I can't wait for mine to come in. Yep, I got my Mandalorian Timothy Oliphant. I'm a big fan, and he does look like um, 
I can't remember the other guy's name. He was in that one Netflix show that got canned about superheroes. Um, crap, oh, uh, the guy that's in the Transformer movies. Is it Josh Dumal or whatever? Oh, yeah, Josh Dumal. Yeah. They I've do always, look a lot alike. I've always said they look alike, and I was reading something about them. Um, one of them sent a Christmas card to the other's mother acting <laughs> as if he was the, her, her son. <laughs> And she didn't catch it. That is hilarious. Like, you guys know you guys look like each other a lot. And now you're sending Christmas cards to the other one's mom. Like, Merry Christmas, Mom. Here's a picture of me and the family. And she's like, it looks like my son, but that doesn't look like my daughter-in-law like or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Josh Damal. That's what awesome. That? What was that Netflix show? It was actually pretty good. They're I like can't the remember old, the name of the, it. The I know it got, older superheroes. Yeah. yeah. I was going to wait till there was a season two, then it got canceled. I went, yeah, oh. was... Okay. <laughs> I, I watched that one all the way through going, this is actually pretty good. And they went, no more. I was like, no more. <laughs> this is oh, why you like I, that? Let me slap it this away This is from why you. I waited till like the last season of Game of Thrones before I started watching. This is why I have trust issues. That's right, man. The boys better all be out before I finish watching the season. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore. I can't handle it anymore, man. You cancel everything I love. So, uh, man. We would typically do trash opinions, but I feel bad calling this one trash. So instead, I will do a review where someone gave this a 10 out of Mm. 10. Perfect. This comes from Terrible 2, and he says, we should have seen the Muppet movie. (laughs) (laughs) And he gave it a 10. He gave it a 10. But we should have went and watched them up. That would have was it. This is from 2005. So I was 13 years old in 1979 when my brother was eight. Our stepfather was going to bring us to the movies. My older brother and I convinced our younger brother, much to stepdad's approval, to see the Amityville horror. Stuart Rosenberg's vision comes to life when a middle class family, the Lutz, move into a beautiful home with a price tag that makes no sense. Soon things are not right. Cold air and lots of bumps in the night force the family to believe that they may not make that they may not be alone in a wonderful beach front hell. The acting is good. James Brolin is quite believable as the dad who's beginning to lose his mind. And Margaret Kidder does a fine job before she really lost her mind. Right from the get go, the film has the creepiest music in film history. And we know we're in for a ride. About a half hour into the film, my younger brother was turned around in his seat with his hands over his eyes, repeating the words, we should have seen the Muppet movie. (laughs) (laughs) By the late 70s, the book was a classic and the film added fuel to the fire. The movie scared the crap out of all of us, even my big brother and myself. I own the movie, and it has scared my children, as hopefully it will scare theirs someday. Maybe we should have seen the Muppet movie instead. (laughs) The guy nails it, though. 13 in that time frame, and even younger, an 8-year-old seeing it, which is probably about how old I was when I saw it. Yeah. Scary. You know? It's just the fact that now we know so much about the actual story. Yeah, other movies that we've seen, we it's robbed us of what this experience was. Yeah, but we're also able to watch it without the rose-colored glasses, though. Yes, which 
I can love a movie that I know is garbage, but rose colored glasses. This is one of those few where I was able to take the glasses off, but I want, I still truly gave this movie a chance. No, I, I didn't write it off. I gave what it. What did Margaret Kidder do to lose her mind though? I'm kind of confused. You've mentioned it. And now that, in, that review has mentioned it. Uh, dude, she like, should have been i don't i think she might have even been committed for a little while but no she literally lost her mind oh that's like sad. she went insane um hmm. yeah and it's it still happened in the 80s i think it was just one of those things where she i i don't know if she ever got committed but it was that bad oh, i'd have to i'd have to look suicide in 2018 that's sad i didn't mm. know that yeah um yeah, she's been a rough life for her. And that's what I'm saying. It's I like her. To me, she will always be Lois Lane. I feel like she and it could be on the director, like maybe she tried, but they turned her into a newlywed that should have been like twenty years old, not a thirty something mother of three. Yeah. She doesn't play it that way. And I think it hurts what it hurts what I think the could have elevated the movie a little bit higher, but that's not what they're doing, man. They, they filmed this movie in seven weeks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> books, 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 good. Put it out there. We made a shit ton of money. James Rowland making a lot of money. And then no one would hire him for like five years because how bad, how much of an asshole he portrayed as the dad. Not that he was one, not that he was a bad actor. It was, People are going to associate your character with this movie. We can't hire you. That's good acting in my book, though. That's very good acting. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. We've turned what should have been a 30-minute episode into our normal runtime. So <laughs> I knew we could do it. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we had the Na- Amityville franchise Nate edition, so it worked out great. Yep. So. All right, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week as we dove into the Amityville Horror. If you absolutely love that movie, I hope we didn't like step on it or anything. We tried to still be somewhat respectful and give it the praise it needed, but we're also going to be honest about our reviews. We're also not a review show. We just throw a number that tells you how we feel. So uh, if you want to continue this and you want to yell at us, you can join us over on the Facebook group at Give Me Back My Horror Movies, Give Me Back My Action Movies. We are on Instagram under both names. We are on Twitter. We are on TikTok. Getting better at TikTok, Nate. We're getting we're getting better. We're getting there. I've even done some Instagram reels that I'm quite proud of. Um, you have? I, I made Nate laugh. It was hilarious. And now we can keep saying we are on YouTube New episodes will be uploaded at the same time they're on all our podcatchers. So if you prefer podcasts on YouTube, they're there. Don't know about putting the older ones up yet. I might cherry pick and maybe do some of the interviews or something, but it just automatically does it from the new ones we put out. We have our live stream of Prey that is out there. You can go on and watch it, and we'll keep everyone updated as new ones come available when we come up with a cool idea and watch all 37 Amityville movies. Um thank god have mercy on our soul we definitely gonna have to have pete for those and speaking of pete please go check out all of the other shows on the gimme back my podcast network we have good beer bad movie night with our boy pete we have gimme back my pro wrestling monster movie stomp down i know you hear me with flynn hendrix and tales from the hunt with flynn hendrix and just jeff also, check out all our inst- our uh, 
Instagram buddies that are other podcasters, Spoils of Horror, 100 Horrors, Podcasting After Dark, all those guys, all of our friends, follow us on Instagram. You'll meet them. With September around the corner, Haunted House is going to be coming back up. So Tales from the Haunt, if you do not know, those guys just interview uh scream actors i guess you could call it uh, uh scare actors that's scare, the official term scare actors uh the so this is their effects. bread and pudding this season coming up so if you want some insider of what goes on into how to scare people in a haunted house that's what those guys do i'm trying to figure out why you went pudding instead of butter is it bread and pudding or bread and butter i've always said bread and butter but you're not I also bro- don't know how to talk. This, like we this have is, proven that yes, time like, and time again. But there I'm are one- moments where we do n- we know that Nate does not know how words function into a sentence. I was just that just took me aback where I was like, "Hey, you're not British," and I don't know if it's a British saying. Bread and pudding, like, mother. I was like, "Bread and pudding." That is such an odd way to say what I've always known as. You know, get the bread and butter. You know, that's I do think it is. You know, you're right. It is bread and butter. I'm not arguing it. Uh, maybe maybe I'm just wanting some pudding right now. I gave you the benefit of the doubt to maybe enlighten me that bread oh. and pudding is nope. another way to say it. No, no, it's it's probably not. <laughs> all right. Well, I think it's almost time for Nate to take another vacation. So with be. all of that, thank you guys for listening. And Nate, why don't you get us out of here with the good word? Houses aren't really evil, are they? Now, let's talk about how I get back home.